Hey everybody, this is Theophilus from TZ Coaching and you're listening to the Noble Father Podcast. Whether you're a dad that stays at home, works from home, or away from home, our roles are essential. To a son, it's an illustration of how life as a man is done, and to a daughter, an example of the type of man to look for in the future. But in either case, a noble father stands firm for what he believes, leads with his actions, and embodies a healthy balance of body, mind, and spirit. He pushes himself hardest and commands his time respectfully because he knows how precious the present is. Join me as we discover what it means to live as a noble father. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Noble Father Podcast. Today is December the 19th, 2022. I'm looking outside and there's a lot of snow where I'm at pretty sure there's places and other listeners who are in different places that have more snow than we do so i am quite grateful for what we have right now i wanted to give a special shout out to my father um today or yesterday was his birthday and uh we couldn't get together to celebrate it but um we are um rolling with it he's a little bit under the weather and so i am yeah you know wish we could have celebrated with you dad and um you know we will we'll have our christmas uh, gathering together and and so uh, thank you for bringing me into this world you know you were the start of a noble father and you were noble in your own way and uh i wouldn't be sitting here if it wasn't for you and and um the life that you brought you know also thankful for my heavenly father who brought you to canada um through the way that he did um, just an amazing journey to have that unfold and to now be a father myself is, uh, yeah, we almost feel like you come full circle. And so, I have other shout outs I wanted to give out, um, to my friend, Alex Rousey. He, uh, earned it, earned another stripe in his grading, uh, this past Friday. And, you know, that's a big deal for us. Um, you know, we're on a journey and, and I wanted to give one more shout out to Oliver Vida. Veda, Vida, on earning his black, earning his black belt, black belt. That's a that's a really big deal, you know. Uh, wanted to see it, wanted to witness it, uh, didn't get a chance to. But um, it looks like you had a, a great session. Actually, watching you roll for twenty minutes with Cody, um, feel like as time went on longer and longer, I kind of had a feeling that you know you were going to get it, and so. Congratulations to you, man. Um, not many people get to where you want to go to and and uh, have gotten to. And so um, very noteworthy. And there's something noble about sticking through to something to the end. You know, by no means is the journey over. Uh, you are still getting better and improving. And um, I just want to commend you for being um, to seeing it through all the way. You know, I hope to bring that kind of commitment to everything I do as well. And so um, you're a great example to me even though you know i don't uh super know you that well um but uh just want you to know that you know your what you did is uh what you have done is incredible in its own feet and so yeah you know uh summer's you know winter season uh with christmas coming up you know can be a really stressful time i wanted to shout out to dan dan thornquist also uh, thank you for man your support for this podcast and um constantly reaching out and supporting me and the work that i'm doing and um even just 
a few minutes ago for you to, you know, message me. And, you know, we're talking about the retreats, obviously, but you, um, you know, I told you that I was having some difficulties with coming up with a topic and, um, you know, you kind of got on and shared some ideas, you know, end of the season, uh, good to address some things for some people, you know, we, we forget that the holiday season for our children is so uh it's it's innocent and uh it's almost bring this kind of naive naivety naivety to the to the season and and there's something pure and, and enjoy there's an, there's a certain level of enjoyment that comes from it that where they don't uh it's kind of un unadulterated fun um and as adults we kind of lose that right we we're burdened down by the stresses of finances perhaps the stresses of you know having to see family members and potentially there's drama in the family and you know there's just so many emotions and things that are attached to that conversation and so you know i wanted to you know give my encouragement to you and kind of do a public service announcement is just say that you know, thinking about those things is only going to remove you from being present with your family, with your friends, um, and to really distill the the enjoyment of the you know of the season. Um, you know, uh, today this morning was kind of a good example. You know, I I I Mondays are my release days, and so you know I I can get kind of in my head about the whole journey, and and so. You know, we also live above a certain tenant and we don't want to, you know, be too disruptive. And my kids were making a lot of noise and, you know, I kind of lost it a little bit on them. And, and um, you know, that's that's just not that's just not what a noble father should be like. And um, and so, you know, my recommendations to you is like control what you can control. Right. Thinking harder about your financial situation or, you know, the drama that's going on without actually doing anything about it is only going to amount to more stress. And you're, you're essentially numbing, numbing yourself in in that journey, um, you know, and, and and it just makes it worse. You're kind of, you know, sweeping it under the rug. And so, you know, the financial situations will always there. How much is enough? As human beings, we know that n- n- there's never enough. We'll always be wanting more. We'll always be stressing out for more. If we don't get into the habit of understanding and realizing that where we're presently at is a good place to be, then we're never going to be fully satisfied. Now, I'm not telling you that you know you should just accept the, the current predicament that you're in. There's a certain level of acceptance that you should should have, but also a yearning to to further and better, um, you know, yourself to get to a better situation. Now, thinking about it over the holiday season, whenever the there's not much of an opportunity or things are slower, and having that distract you and detract you from having a good time with your family is a it's just you know it's not a good play. It's not a great play, and and so. I would say that, you know, make a commitment to come at this once the holiday season is done and attack it and to really attack it. And that's kind of where I wanted to really transition was to really talk about reflections for my year. And I, you know, what I typically like to do is I like to open up my Google photos and and or any kind of, you know, for yourself, you know, any kind of place where you store your photos, potentially you store it on a hard drive or, you know, you um, post quite regularly on Facebook is to go back on the platforms that have records of what you've done through the year and 
and just go back and just relive some of those experiences you know relive where you were a year ago and just see how far you've come because i guarantee if you look back even five ten years ago during the christmas season you probably had different kind of stresses different kind of concerns different kind of worries and doubts and fears heading into the year that's coming up you know i remember in 20 no 1999 you know getting close to the new years right everybody was freaking out about this thing called y2k i don't know if you remember this or how old you were at that time but y2k apparently was like there was this fear that whenever the clock hits double zeros that there'd be glitches on computers and phones and and um on clocks and like you know nuclear uh, electronic systems would glitch out because they didn't understand the zero to you know going back to zero zero um to the new millennium and um how scary that prospect was you know like i didn't really watch much of the news but i can hear it through people then hear it on the radio and and there was really great concern about that but you know we got through it you know it's crazy. Some of those people, like religious radical people, thinking that Jesus was going to come back on, on Y2K and and literally selling all their stuff, and going to Israel or something and and waiting, and like nothing happened. You know, almost like a scene out of Independence Day where they're you know standing on top of the building, they're like cheering and whatever, and, and uh, you know telling the aliens, hey, like welcome to our our planet and everything, and then. You know the planet gets destroyed anyways the planet doesn't get destroyed the building gets destroyed um you know nothing happened um you know and here we are today right we're 22 years into the new millennium and and uh you know those concerns of yesterday are gone you know that's a great example of you know what we're currently going through this current temporal plane that we're living in these things that are happening in our lives with us you know whether the bills need to be paid or hoping that you get a promotion at work or you know you got financial struggles or you know somebody's not feeling well or you know some some kind of illness like there's a lot of stuff that happens over the years that you just don't even think about it anymore um and a solution always reveals itself something always comes through and and you know you're still standing you're still able to provide and to provide for your family and and like how much of that is detracting and taking away from our enjoyment of the holiday season um so, you know, I wanted to transition a little bit into my year um, because, you know, reflecting on on your on, on one's year is a great like it's a great exercise to do because it reminds you of where you were. And also you get to celebrate kind of how far you've come. And, um, you know, a lot happens in a year. And this year was an epic year for me because, you know, for me, culturally, this is my 36th year on the planet. Um, in my culture, this is my tiger year, which means um, when I was born, I was born into the year of the tiger. Uh, every twelve years is kind of this like it's like your it's like your year, it's like your year. And so, thirty six. Um, this is my um, third twelfth year on the planet. And you know, I knew heading into it, I was gonna it was gonna be an epic year for me. I knew it was gonna be uh, a, a big one for me. Um, you know, heading into it, I, I was kind of still starting out on my, on my journey. Um, you know, I had been a coach for, um, let me see since March of 2021. So that's last year, um, March 
till now. So I was only on the journey for like nine months um, at that point, you know. But, you know, the interesting thing about coaching and what I learned right away was that I really need to work on myself first. I needed to swallow my own medicine. I needed to walk my own walk, you know, even though by now it's like I'm still not fully, you know, I don't, it's a, it's a journey without a destination. It's a race without a finish line. And one where I am continually growing myself, this will never, never end. But, you know, the fact that I've been doing that, I had to do that first and foremost in my, in my life in order to coach others. And, um, so that start of the year was, was kind of crazy, actually. And the interesting thing is every year starts out the best way is celebrating my mom. My, my mother's birthday is on January the 1st and um, always celebrate her. She brought me into the planet. You know, it's the greatest way to celebrate uh, January the 1st. And so, you know, looking at my photos, I got a picture of my mom and a cake and my nephew in there. And um, yeah, you know, celebrating my mom. Thank you, mom, for bringing me into the planet. Um, and so, you know, during that time was also where we were seeing snow already. And so my first cold plunge under ice was uh last year uh and that was january the second now the, the the craziest thing about that is actually when i'm looking at the photos i got the videos here too um man we were standing on the ice it was thick enough to stand on we brought a chainsaw out and we cut through like man it looks like five six inches of ice and um one of the pictures, one of the videos, I'm in the water. My hands are in the water. Just looking at it makes my fingers hurt because I started out the year with frostbite. I remember it um, pretty clearly. I shouldn't have put my hands in the water. And I did, and I came out of it with these really tingling feeling. It's like this little prickly feeling. And so for like the first few months, I was um, hurting. My hands were hurting and uh, couldn't feel anything in my fingers. Um, and it's, and it was, um, it was bad. Uh, since then it's, it's full, it's, it's recovered, uh, feeling my fingertips right now. And, uh, it's, it's interesting to see. So, you know, I'm pushing myself physically and, you know, you understand the limits, right? You never know. You maybe had the fear that, oh, something bad was going to happen. Sure enough, it did, you know, and you know, you learn from that and then what? So you optimize once you optimize, then you never do it again. Now I don't even put my hands in the water. Even if there's no snow or no ice in the water, I still don't put my hands in the water. And so these are optimization things. So that is one lesson that I learned. Now I'm scrolling on. Um, you know, I see I had a lot of time with my children. Snow was snow was there, so we went out and enjoyed the snow together. Um, yeah, more more dipping, right? More uh, ice plunges, and um, so spending time with my family was a big deal, right? Uh, going into the year. Um, a lot of dipping. Uh, January 20th came around and we went to Victoria as a family. That was a great time to enjoy with, with, uh, we, we kind of booked a timeshare and went out to, um, Victoria, which is Vancouver Island, uh, where our capital is located. And we went there cause we wanted to celebrate my two sisters. Their birthdays are in January, January 21st and January 31st. And so shout out to them, you know, they're grown women and, um, you know, I, I grew up raising them and taking care of them when mom and dad weren't around. And so, you know, they're extra special in my life and they definitely contribute to the Noble Father um, community and podcast in, in their own unique way. Uh, so we, it was a great time to spend time with family. You know, our family's constantly growing. My brother now has, um, you know, three kids, which is crazy. You know, amongst the two of us, there's five kids already. Uh, my sisters aren't um, even married yet. 
uh, they're getting there uh, slowly and um, but there's really no rush and so there's going to be more kids on the way for sure we we highly anticipate um, went to a bug zoo in there in in victoria my son really enjoyed that um, man you know when you look back on these photos is you you can look at it from your own personal standpoint and think man you've come such a long way but you know as fathers you can go back and look at even how your how, how far your children have come you know where were your kids you know around you know a year ago or even your wife where were where was she a year ago and you know it's, it's amazing i'm looking here my son just he just looks completely different right like he hadn't started bjj yet there's you know he was still in grade one you know there's a lot of changes that that takes place so end of january comes around and i move my desk up upstairs actually so this is kind of this like another kind of living room area and i have two big bay windows and if you've ever seen a post on it you can see um you know i have a view of the mountains and a mount and, a, and of a field in our backyard and um man it was amazing because that was um a big change and that made it so that i was you know there's more accountability when you're in open space like this right you i used to and this is something that i've shared before it's like back in the day when i used to have my computer downstairs and you know sometimes just get lazy and just throw on a video game and just start playing whenever i should be working and you know that's not great it's not a good look it's not a great there's nothing noble about that and so um interestingly looking back at the pictures in january 26 the end of the year uh oh no the, the start of the year i got covid uh, my family got covid and so um you know it got into my head to write a book and um and i did it in two days <laughs> i remember uh, i got it in my head i was gonna do it I wrote it in two days did the mock-ups and everything in two days and i released it in two days um it was an amazing experience no longer was there a resistance to oh you know imposter syndrome and can't release it obviously to this day i'm still dealing with those things you know whenever i got the patreon out it was really hard for me i was like thinking about all these all this resistance and now that it's out it's like it's no no longer an issue like there's what was i what was i what was i dreaming about um interestingly enough i saw i heard a quote the other day um and i'm, I'm not going to be able to say it properly but uh um, something about like the struggles as that we go through as as human beings is mostly imaginary than reality um you know we our minds are just amazing kind of special effects labs and we just create these incredible incredibly you know trivial situations and scenarios that we let raise our blood pressure and raise their stresses and like the worries that we have about our life and and they don't even come to reality sometimes they never happen that way and they never even don't even get close to the worst case scenario that our minds can dream up and and we need to return to reality is that whenever i release the book you know all that resistance that i had now looking back on it it's like oh now it's just a book that i have that i wrote nobody has said anything that i thought they were going to say about me you know the resistance potentially could have been like oh somebody's going to say that your book sucks and you know it's not great and whatever nobody has said that to me you know releasing the patreon could have been like oh man like this is not you know a, a good release or you didn't this isn't something i'm interested in or whatever there's none of the things that i thought of imaginarily came to true came to reality and so it makes you think how much of our minds is actually on our side and how much does it even really know it can't even anticipate what is going to happen 
And so I wrote the book, uh, end of January into February. And it was a book about how to find your life purpose, right? To genuinely find your life purpose. Now, the thing about this, I, I tried to like the, the difference between what I do and what I've seen other people do is that is I try to encompass the five domains, right? We talked about this in two episodes ago, the five domains of wellness, right? Physical, mental, emotional, social, and spiritual, right? We're also overlooking the two that are outside of ourselves, which is environmental and, and vocational, right? Vocational and serving other, helping other people. And there's going to be a further episode that I'm going to be talking about the two um, additional realms that I didn't say in the five domains. Um, but like there's this, Oh, what was I talking about? Yeah, the five domains. A lot of people go into telling other people how to find their identity and their uh, like find their purpose without understanding their identity, without finding their spiritual identity and who God says they are. They don't go to the source for that information and they think that they could just open a box within themselves. Sure, God gave you that box and what is inside that box God gave you. But you still need to go to God for that information. There's an identity piece that you can't just get yourself um, you need to ask source you need to ask god and so i tried to write that book and you know just a short book straight to the point nothing fluffy nothing to you know put stories in obviously that was the start of my journey i knew it was going to be a you know just a step in the, just a small project to get it out there i didn't want too much resistance just like this podcast really just like hit record put it out there like no don't overthink it don't make it too complicated right first episode i remember try to edit it and then you know lost all my work because of a glitch on the system and i learned from that day on i was like no, i don't i don't need that resistance i just need to get it out there and so you know wrote that book in two days i'm going to continue on chinese new year happened right um you know one of the worst things about the pandemic is just separation from family and uh, especially for my wife is that she's the only one over here and all the rest of her family is back in china and actually most recent update we heard yesterday was that you know china is no longer going to do the major lockdowns in the major cities um now what does that mean right as soon as that, that has happened well then people are kind of more free to do whatever they want to do um the last report from yesterday was that half the city has covid right my my family members back in china this is their first stint with covid right i just told you that i got it at the beginning of the year they have been in lockdowns that makes it so that they have not come in contact with people with covid now that the city and country is no longer doing these lockdowns then now they're going to potentially increase the risk of them getting it and they have been getting it so if you're the praying type and you um you know are in constant conversation with the Lord, please lift up my family members back there, also my wife, and it's not an easy situation right now where we're at. Um, you know, we want to go back to visit them, but situationally, it just doesn't make sense right now. Um, and there's a lot of things that needs to happen for that to to happen, and so um, you know, that's a that's a difficult thing. So you know, Chinese New Year comes and goes, entered the new year, and so Tiger Year. Uh, anyways, talked about that already. Moving on, um, yeah, you know, doing more time and uh, spending more time with my family and you know, I see here, you know, doing push-ups with Alex and 
continue to do dips into February, right? Still cold in the water. There's no more snow and ice, but, uh, you know, really pushing myself, um, with the physical, um, working out, uh, calisthenics, doing squats and, and, you know, it's also a mental and emotional game, you know, because, um, so, so here's what happens. Usually, uh, my friend Alex would call me out. We'd go to, Hey, let, let's go dip. And usually when we go dip, it, it includes kind of like a workout. And so how we do those workouts is, you know, we start at 25. So we rep 25 and then with each uh, set, we're dropping down one. So we go from 25 to 24 and then all the way to sometimes 15 to 10 reps. Right. And so here's an example. Uh, we'll do 25 squats, do 25 pushups, and then, you know, we'll run, run a short little distance and then whenever we're done running back to our original position, we'll do 24 squats, 24 push-ups, and then, you know, continue to rep it out before we go into the water. And I remember like it used to be that I'd be like, Oh, you know, just grudgingly go through it. You know, whenever he wants to do the, whenever he's like, Hey, let's do the 25 to, to 15. I'm always like, Oh, I don't want to do the squats or, Oh, this is going to be difficult or, uh, this is going to be hard. So, you know, I've come that journey a long way now. Like we've been doing it a lot over the year and, you know, you work on it mentally, you work on it emotionally, you physically work through those things as well. And so no longer do I feel those resistance or that urge. Like I just know that I'm able to rep it out i'm able to rep through it and like i it's paid dividends and i'm gonna i'm gonna talk about the situation that makes it so why i've seen how far i've come is because there's a particular situation that happened um in november where we had a demonstration anyways i'm going to talk about that later um so you know continue to dip with alex right pushing ourselves uh, physically and emotionally mentally um seeing friends i got video pictures and videos here of seeing friends and going out with my children to have you know play dates with friends and and whatnot um let's see yeah spring comes along and you know, usually during spring, you know, my son and I w and my daughter would go to a nearby dike here where we got a bunch of rocks where snakes would typically come out and sunbathe. And one of the things that me and my son does is we go and catch these snakes, garter snakes. They're, they're harmless and they're friendly. And, um, you know, my son would just like catch, catch them, you know, so seeing him grow up and, you know, go from being scared to touch the snake in my hand to wanting to hold the snake in his hand to now catching snakes himself like he doesn't want me to help him and he just wants to do it himself and um so you know there's there's maturity so there's 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 bravery there's courage coming through in my son's character um yeah so seeing pictures here of my son drawing pictures and you know um painting with color with uh, watercolors and one of the things he does when he grows up, when he wakes up in the morning is that he likes to go and just grab a pen pencil and, and a piece of paper and start drawing. This is one, one of his routines is really before everybody's awake, he gets up early. He'll actually pull out a piece of paper and start drawing and, and drawing dinosaurs or drawing snakes or whatever it is that is of interest to him. And so, you know, looking at his paintings and his pictures, they've improved over the year and that's worthy of celebration. Like, what are you committed to that you constantly do or what is something that you want to do that you need to put more consistency in my son has drawn thousands and thousands of pictures of dinosaurs and 
that's the thing is that we need to rep it out. An interesting thing about Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is that every single move they say, in order to get it through your head, you have to do it 10,000 times. Each and every single move. Do you know how many moves there are? There's thousands of moves. So, you know, you need to rep it out. Everything needs to be repped out. We need repetition and we need to put it in, keep doing it more and more. Um, Yep, March 17th. Uh, so it's my birthday and, um, the special occasion was that me and my son would go to a, go to a hockey game. Now I like to say this is the first hockey game that he's ever been to that he remembers. Um, it was a losing affair. Uh, it wasn't a, it wasn't a great game whatsoever. We got shut out, which means we didn't actually, my team didn't actually score, but, um, you know, there were St. Patrick's day celebrations and, you know, festivities. And so it was a big deal. Um, I got pictures here of me and my son. It was just a wonderful experience um, being able to catch a game with my son. You know, that's one of the things about my team is that we've never won a Stanley Cup before. And in 2011 and, 29, and, and 1994 was the closest our team has ever gotten. And one of the joys about understanding the game and, 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 and knowing that maybe our time wasn't right there is that I actually get to wait and eagerly anticipate this a day where me and my son get to witness it together or me and my son and my daughter get to witness it together that's gonna be like that's that's a mind blown like i'm i'd be mind blown if that you know hopefully that gets to happen in my lifetime um you know and just right like just my experience with the brazilian jiu-jitsu getting to see my son earn his first stripes and to be able to do that with my son together that was an experience too i can scratch that off the bucket list um, potentially i'd love to be able to get promoted you know in a with a belt you know later on with my son that would also be an enjoyable experience um so yeah you know more working out with alex right doing different things and kettlebells at, at, at the park with our shirts off right like there's a lot of these kind of experiences with them continuing to dip with him you know moved moved a lot you know did a lot of things throughout the year um to grow and to get better and and to improve um, ourselves we got pictures of other friends joining us on these adventures um, yeah you know really focusing on time with the family was a really big deal like I have a lot of pictures here with with family and and uh, doing things with them also encouraging you know this year what was different was also that we started to encourage more friends to come out with us and and um, to go do cold dipping so you know I have a picture here with my friend David Smith and um, I know Jesse I jesse gertzen from from my church also started to like dip with him as well um you know inviting him out to these dips and and he wants to go he wants to be there and you know why do it yourself and and so you know anytime we can involve more people the better so really seeing more pictures of my daughter here she's growing up um man it's just a um seeing her mature into this you know to a into a girl you know into uh, yeah anyways i have no words to say about that went to the zoo <laughs> went to the zoo and saw a tiger right what better way to celebrate the tiger year with uh seeing a tiger uh, yeah seeing the smile on my children's face you know makes me think that the year was well spent and also seeing smile on my wife's face that's a, a big deal um may 8th went to go visit my grandma and grandpa's uh funeral site um you know, that's one of the things about the pandemic that um, I look at and I think, thank you, Lord, for taking my grandparents um, back to heaven um, and having to avoid the pandemic, you know, because that would have been a very, very complicated situation. I'm sure if you have grandparents and during the lockdowns, you probably understand what that feels like, right? 
couldn't go visit them, couldn't go see them. Um, and they were just largely by themselves, lonely, right? And uh, there's there's something about that that's um, very complicated. Obviously, my wife had experienced that a bit, you know, family back in China, and she couldn't go visit. Um, but yeah, it's always good to go and, and remember, you know, to remember them and to, to think about them. Um, <laughs> it's funny. So... <laughs> that that day also um i have a meme on my in my thing and i believe it was mother's day yeah it was mother's day that's why we went to go visit our grandmother's um funeral uh the the, the burial site and i have a meme here that uh <laughs> that alex rousey sent me uh, because at the time he was already you know back into doing jujitsu uh, and um and i hadn't done it yet right i haven't done it yet so he sent me a meme that says there's a picture of this you know guy and uh i don't know who that is but i think it's a gracie yeah one of the gracies and he's in his gi and uh the, the top caption says your dad doesn't do jujitsu and then at the bottom it says well happy mother's day to your dad <laughs> oh my goodness yeah so i have that saved on my computer because it's just hilarious right <laughs> happy mother's day to your dad yeah that was mother's day and so um you know that was just his way of encouraging me and i i, I forgot why i didn't do it yet um yeah we were, we were just not in a great place financially it was um kind of complicated and difficult and um you know i wasn't really ready for that yet either you know um but uh you know what really pushed me was you know he mentioned his first grading with his son and how incredible that experience was you know at the time we had an idea to create a, a podcast together talking about fatherhood and and brazilian jiu-jitsu together and being entrepreneurs cold dipping and all that stuff that we like we have a ton of hobbies that we we like and enjoy together um you know camping with our families and whatnot and and uh we were going to start that together um and it wasn't until the grading that i was like man i really want to do it like it's just I, I've been hearing it a lot, right, with Jocko and, and Joe Rogan and all these guys that, you know, and I've used to watch UFC all the time. And so, you know, jujitsu is kind of this this thing that's kind of off in the distance that, you know, I'd love to do one day. And didn't think it was, yeah, you know, partly you also think that it's not possible for you. That who are you? You're this lanky kid and, you know, you're this, you know, you're not physically strong you know you're definitely not against you know 200 and 300 pound guys and um but you know it, it had to play out that way you know the year had to happen that way in order for me to now really enjoy and relish the journey you know do you always wish that you started sooner absolutely right things that you you've done you wish you launch launch sooner you wish that you know for me i wish that i launched that noble father thing sooner right how many fathers did i not get to reach out because i didn't launch it sooner um you know these are things that we can't control and it's best not to you know dwell on them and just consider that you know there's a reason why things had to happen the way that they happen and that's just how i view my life now is just to really go into you know these other places of thinking well you know, I had to go, you know, through these things then to be who I am today. I even if it's a traumatic event or a negative event, it contributed to where I'm presently at. And you'll always hear me say that there's always this angle to understand and appreciate our journeys um, in that way. So moving on, you know, more working out, more understanding ourselves, you know, pushing ourselves mentally. Um, yeah continuing to dip obviously well 
May 28th rolls around. Dear friend David Smith and his now wife Chelsea got married, and so it was a real. It was like a daughter, daughter, uh, daddy date. Uh, just me and my daughter went to attend that wedding. My son was, I believe, not feeling well or something was happening where they couldn't attend, and so it was just me and my me and my daughter. And uh, yeah, it was just a great day with me and my my daughter to go out together to do things, and um, that was my very first daddy daughter date with my daughter. Um, let's see here. Okay. So May 30th rolls around came the first trip to California, uh, with my dad. Um, you know, he's a board member at a, at a, at a, at a charter school in LA and I'm down there kind of just to, um, you know, help out, learn some of the things, meet new people. Um, and also to take care of my dad. Because the thing about my dad when he travels is that he doesn't really take good care of himself and, you know, he'll have to drive long hours. And, you know, in Irvine, California, you have to drive, you have to drive a lot. And, you know, that's one thing I'm good at. And so, you know, why not lessen the burden for them and take that away and, um, you know, help them, you know, in this regard. One thing that was amazing about that trip was that, um, you know, FlowFam guys, you know, this is a shout out to those guys. FlowFam is this like space really that's similar to the Noble Father meetups that we do where, um, it was really a space for you to be yourself. And I had been with them for, I think, a year already at that point, understand, like meeting them and doing these freestyle circles with them. You know, these are people that you meet online. It's almost like you played a video game with them and you hadn't met them in person. So whenever I was in the area, I was like, man, I need to like reach out to these guys, find a way to surprise um, the, the main guy who runs the group. His name is Gavin. Um, and uh, so had a friend that was mutual, understood, that knew who he was, but didn't know that I was going to be in town. So I used him to, not used him, but asked him to help me set up this event, not event, this like meetup where he didn't know that I was going to show up. And um, so I have that video still in my thing. And this is one of my favorite videos of the year because it was such an amazing surprise and it really caught him, um, you know, off guard. He, he was not expecting that. And also get to meet, meet golf, golf. If you're listening, uh, that was one of the best moments of my year was to spend time with you, even though it was so short. Um, it was definitely not as long as I would have wanted it, but that was definitely the highlight of my year. One of the highlights of my years was getting to know you, um, deeper and to, you know, see where you live and what it is that you do and, you know, see you before, you know, Leo didn't came into this world so it was a big deal uh for me um so socially this was a huge event for me because you know went and met you know gavin i met edwin i met golf i met his brother dis and met his family met elizabeth uh a golf's wife and also golf's mom and you know got to formulate a relationship with them and it was amazing to get to spend that time together you know and it's interesting because online you're just like you meet these people and you're like you're not sure if they're really who they say they are or whatever i mean even though you know i i know who they are and i've met them before it's you know you still kind of get this like imposter syndrome of sorts where you're like eh, i'm not sure maybe he's gonna bury me in his backyard or he's gonna you know shoot me or whatever and dump me into the ocean somewhere like you always have these like stupid weird far out thoughts that never happened obviously that turned out to be that that four hour trip that I took to his place um, was the best four hours I've ever spent this year. Um, so like, 
to give you context, I had to like wake up like I think it was like four thirty in the morning and drive down to San Diego to go see, to go to his place and to meet them. And you know, so it was a really long day, but also a really enjoyable day. Um, getting to meet these people that I've shared physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually, relationally with them, like all five domains with these guys. And to finally meet them and to be like, man, it's just like, you're everything I thought you were going to be. And so much more when you're in the presence of that person, you're just like, you take everything in and you're like, I'm looking forward to next year because we're going to have the noble father retreat. And that's just going to bring with it this new thing this new relation is going to deepen our relationship because now these people who i've been meeting online are now going to we're going to be in the same space together we're going to see each other we're going to be able to you know give each other a brother's embrace and and to support one another and to hear each other's stories and get to know each other on a deeper level that that's i i'm getting warm fuzzies talking about that anyways i need to move on because there's there's a lot more here um Got to go to the Saddleback Church in California. Um, if you've ever been, never been, you should definitely go check it out. It's one of the most amazing churches in 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 the in in that area, right? That's Rick Warren's church. If you've ever read The Purpose Driven Life, he's the he was the pastor. He actually, when I went, that was when he was transitioning the power to somebody else to give to make them the uh, the senior pastor of the Saddleback Church. That trip winded down great. Met a lot of people. Um, you know, did was it was it was it was quite an amazing, phenomenal trip. Um, June rolls around, right? Summer, um, and uh, me and my friend Kinson, which was, who was also a, a one of my uh, coaching clients early on, um, he underwent a transformation um, whenever we were working together to find his purpose, and and so he has two beautiful children, and um, you know, we went to go see them. We went to go spend time with them, and uh, we spent a couple of nights. It was kind of like an impromptu trip. We we went and stayed in their little um, suite downstairs, and, and we helped them kind of get it organized and get ready for the Airbnb or whatever. And um, so if you're ever interested in coming out to Vancouver, he his place is a great place to stay. Stayed with them, had an amazing time with them. We camped. It was supposed to be a camping trip, but it was also wet, and so we kind of backtracked on it um and we ended up just staying at his place just because you know as men as fathers you know that it's on you and so if it rains on a camping trip guess who bears the brunt of cleaning up of packing up of taking care of the family like it's on me and him so we made the executive decision we vetoed it and we said you know what let's just stay in the house and we can enjoy a roof over heads cook on a stove and you know have the kids not be so you know, his kids are also younger than mine. And so, you know, a little more whiny and he would want, would want some more comforts rather than, you know, um, you know, what you typically get on a camping trip. Um, so we made that decision. Anyways, we spent some time on the lake together, you know, with his blow up, um, kayaks and man, it was a great time together. It's always good to have friends who are, um, just as adventurous as you and also with kids. And, you know, one of the rare things in our that we've learned um, in our um, circle of friends is that not many have boy girls and a lot of them only have boys for some strange reason and um, you know maybe the ones that have girls are all younger and um, you know not not yet there but like there's a lot of um, 
it's hard for my daughter because a lot of the friends that we have all only have boys and uh so whenever there's a family that has a boy and a girl it's um you know just just i don't know just you you're 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 that family right you're you're together with them more and and you want to spend more time with them because you know they can they can play by themselves that's really as parents what you really truly care about more dipping i don't stop dipping right i just keep dipping uh, even into june um, even though the water is you know starting to get you know it's warmer it's warmer out it's easier to do but you know i had to keep up the um the practice of it um have multiple birthdays here july rolls around and the beauty beautiful thing about july is that we traveled a lot this year and so i got to spend a lot of time with my family and it was one of those things where you know as an entrepreneur you're like oh i constantly feel the need to work on the business but um you 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 also need to slow down you also need to be present you also need to appreciate where you're at and who you're with at the moment and so you know traveling with my family working from the cell phone was incredibly difficult it was it was not enjoyable a ton of driving right immense amount of driving but just the memories that we had from that that entire trip um you know it was for my son's it was for my son's birthday but also for my dad's my mom and dad's bible college they were doing a um a hundred year celebration uh, at the at the Bible College, and you know, I was born. I was born at that in that town, super small, and you know, it, it was it was a celebration. Uh, so we went to the Dinosaur Museum for the second year in a row, and uh, this time got to bring along my nephew, which my son is really really close with, and and yeah, it was an amazing time just getting to see. Um, the country again and to take part in the celebrations one of the crazy things about it, and i probably talked about it in the earlier episodes in july 16 right here i have a picture of me and the lady who actually delivered me in the hospital um amazing just crazy to get to meet her um madeline mcpherson she was the person that delivered me at the hospital it's not every day that you get to like how many of you have actually met the person that delivered you in the hospital like the doctor who delivered you like think about that this lady is like late 80s i think maybe early 80s getting to meet her was like an amazing experience it was crazy um and so the celebration went amazing um got to see some old faces my dad got to meet some of his former classmates and um man i remember that trip there was a ton of mosquitoes mosquitoes are just everywhere um and yeah driving back seeing like rainbows and and the, all these things was just it was a great trip it was an amazing trip uh, for sure we camped out in the car and we we um <laughs> just like survived really survival just survival and and that trip was crazy because we went to Alberta, came back for like a few days, and then we headed out to Tofino again. Um, Tofino is kind of on the island. It's just like a, if you're into surfing, Vancouver Islands, Tofino is one of the best places to go to do that. Um, and we enjoyed a week out there. Somebody booked a trip for us, booked a camp reservation that usually takes two years to, to book. And, and um, we got to enjoy our time out there as a family. It was a beautiful, beautiful spot um, to enjoy. Uh, yeah, I got a picture here of me reading, actually, which is interesting because, yeah, this year I've read about nine books. 
That's more books than I've read in the first 35 years of my life, which is a huge deal for me. And I'm still going. I'm still, I'm still making my way through right now. I'm making th- my way through Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl, which was given to me by Dan Thornquist. Um, and I also recently picked up Silmarillion, you know, been getting back into Lord of the Rings and, you know, J.R. Tolkien and C.S. Lewis, like tons of quotes that they use in the books is like in the in the movies, the things that they talk about. It's so like applicable to life. That's so close. It's like you can you can apply it to so many different areas. And man, that's been an amazing journey to learn and to read and to grow and, and to really deepen my desire to open up a book. Um, and that's attributed to contributed to this conversation of who I am today. The person that you're seeing today is from those those direct results of of me picking up books and wanting to read um, and to grow my own knowledge. And so, you know, highly recommend if you keep keep at it, like continue to get that desire to grow. And you know, it's going to pay dividends in the end. You might not see it yet, um, but it's it's going to happen. The last trip we took was to Kelowna, and that was with our friends again from, um, you know, Chilliwack and Kinson and them, his family, right? And, you know, he also has a, a Tesla, and so we, we did kind of like a Tesla family trip, and we went out to Kelowna. And I remember it was really, really hot, and a lot of mosquitoes, and so, you know, we were kind of surviving. This is definitely survival, um, and, but that was an enjoyable trip for our family, for the kids. Um, we had a great time on the lake. We're definitely going to be back there for sure. At tail end of of the summer, you know, went to the zoo again, saw some friends. Um, I got a picture of me here in a sunset doing push-ups. I'm going to get back to that story of the push-ups. How come, you know, how do I know that, you know, that whole journey kind of came full circle? August, my brother signed his uh, marriage certificate with his wife, um, Alana, and that was a big deal for sure. Um, and my dad is is able to officiate those things and so we keep it all in house um, didn't have to go outside for any of that um, yeah rest of the summer right enjoying sunsets together with friends more sunsets uh, got a ton of reels here I've been sorry start, I started to record a lot more reels and and you know shooting content that way um, you know had to grow that way had to continue to grow that way uh, drag races with my son, my daughter. Uh, this is in September. Uh, man, yeah, those those drag races were amazing. Never heard, never knew that cars could be so loud to the point. That was probably the single loudest thing I've ever heard in my life. It was rumbling through my body, and um, man, it was killer. Uh, start of school, right? September brings the start of school. My son, um, we decided to put him back in. Um, because from grade 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 one, we took him out because of the pandemic. We, we thought we'd homeschool him. And so um, to be able to put him back in, to be with his friend Jules again, which is Alex's son. Um, and those are good warm pictures, uh, seeing them have fun and to enjoy the fact that they're going to go to school again. Um, and they got a really crazy relationship. Like they're just like, sometimes they butt heads. Sometimes they're just like the best of buds. And that's kind of what friendship is, right? can't have the good without having the bad and sometimes it, it, it sometimes it's bad sometimes it's good that's just how it is um yeah my daughter started well september right september 9th was when i started my bjj journey so i got a picture here of the bruises that i had from my first session 
um, also my daughter and her gymnastics and she started to do more um, you know starting to get her into things also and at an earlier age pictures of me with our men's breakfast at church you know so growing socially you know continue to put myself in a position environmental right is to be around people who are pushing me to make me grow um, as a person and so i highly recommend it if you don't have that kind of community go and seek it out you know and be open right be open-minded to it go to events talk to people and if you find somebody that's living a life that you want ask them to be a mentor you know like don't don't just take it sitting down right like you you are who you surround yourself with if you're with a bunch of criminals you're going to be a criminal you're going to live their life you're going to try to be like them that's the thing about prison is that you go and you actually get better at your craft that's what they tell you um so yeah my son began his bjj journey that time um man a ton of bruises and stuff and looking at this i remember now i took a trip to lubbock texas for a annual fundraiser and in one of the rolling sessions with a friend there got my rib injured um and that was a that was not cool and so that was my first injury in in jujitsu was getting a cracked rib um you know definitely a lesson to be learned in that whole experience that trip was an amazing success i got to close for the fundraising banquet speech and um and make the sell is make the sell but it's just like get people to donate and and a lot of the quotes that i used was actually from the hobbit right um from jl tolkien and stuff and so man that was a that was an amazing trip i came back winding down the year taking part in different community events like tree planting ceremony with my children and seeing my son with a shovel digging you know through dirt and and October rolls around and I got you know Alex attended his first um, BJJ tournament and I uh, got to go witness him and cheer witness it and cheer him on and also Jules's first tournament um, and man he won second place in in his competitions which was the big deal um, it's cool to see other people you know um, compete and do their best and and to grow in that regard and to be a part of that you know just to be a part of somebody else's life in that way was a big deal um, that continued you know, once we got into october the water started to get colder and so we started doing cold dips again more cold dips again so me and alex would just go out and hit out hit the waters and and uh you know breathe our way through it october 9th also is the um 29th actually i think is the canadian thanksgiving um we had october 9th when is that no, Thanksgiving, 10th, 9th, the 10th of October is um, Canadian Thanksgiving. And um, that was the first night me and my wife stayed overnight somewhere else without the children there. And that was a big deal. That was a major milestone. Um, so we went to have uh, dinner at a friend's house who cooked a turkey traditional meal. And, and uh, you know, we had fun it was uh, it was a party afterwards uh, definitely a night to remember there um yeah i can try to go through this now getting close to the hour christmas you know halloween comes along and you know jules's birthday alex's son and it's always good to spend time with them and get to meet new friends and make new friends and 
my daughter has field trips and to family farms and stuff and oh man october 23rd got to meet um, mert and ryan these are two members of the noble father community these are the first guys that i met online through our community and uh, we just went to a park together to talk and to to chat and to grow and to understand to learn about each other you know it's the part of being an intentional community is that you'd actually have, with the intention of wanting to meet these people in real life it's not it's not good to just keep it on a on an online level like you got to go beyond we're relational beings we're we're called to connect with people and so you know one of the rare times where we got to align in our schedule hey let's get together go to a playground and have kids you know play together uh, sorry so i'm just trying to it's been a long recording right i've been talking nonstop for the last 55 minutes uh here so rain is starting to come right um so i'm seeing a lot of like my daughter playing in the in the rain jumping in puddles with her boots my son's first track and field event um and he performed wonderfully he wanted to stop but i ran with him the entire way um just encourage him to motivate him halloween comes around and um you know brazilian jiu-jitsu have a boo jitsu party right um and so getting my seeing my son have fun with new kids at the gym um growing mentally and emotionally and in bjj um it's an amazing experience man if you guys ever consider it definitely consider going checking it out um yeah i have a uh one of our team members who is a judge he was one of the youngest judges um to um take the stand um in the state of texas uh visit us out here in vancouver and my daughter um really enjoyed having him around always playing with him and asking him to read books and and um they had a wonderful time together and that was definitely another highlight of the year for us cold dips right more cold dips with more friends uh, more people jujitsu um man yeah a ton of dipping like just like really up up the dipping um working out with alex again doing the dips the grading right doing the grading the grading was a huge man that was a huge deal um it was such a wonderful way to cap off the year that way just qualified for the um for the for the grading um i was a day three months and a day um three months is the requirement i was three months and a day into registering and so getting to earn my first stripe um getting to roll the way that i did uh, put the guy into a guillotine and then the second one was putting him into a reverse triangle um, and as I was getting the stripe you know from the grandmaster to tell me that you know I'm close to getting my next stripe which is for three months in I consider that a success and that wasn't even why I joined it you know it wasn't it wasn't for that reason um, and then had my friend Jerry come visit us this is this past week you know he came and um, it was kind of complicated, you know, just as an entrepreneur, like I always say, like you feel like you need to be productive. And, and this friend of mine who was coming to visit from Irvine, California, was wanting a travel companion. He was here by himself and he needed to use his, you know, his paid time off. And, and uh, so I, you know, kind of joined him on this vacation a bit and uh, took him around Monday, Tuesday and also Wednesday, I believe, of last week and uh, got to see the city you know this is the thing about living out here is that you know in even the places you are is that potentially you just live there you're a resident but you're not so much of a tourist and so you haven't gone to see the city i highly recommend you take that time to go and do it it was amazing how much i saw in vancouver that i didn't know before and and 
like it like you don't realize that your backyard is actually quite pretty um, and we always yearn and look at other people's property and think that oh this is prettier than ours yet we haven't really appreciated what we have and where we're currently at and so got to go different scenic spots got to take him to the place where i proposed to my wife and show him you know the view um man it was a wonderful time it was it really was i was wondering what my purpose was and it was interesting because i was saving him a bunch of money um you know multiple times there's opportunities to save him money on tickets save him money on getting food we went to a place got dessert because apparently i knew some of the waitresses that used to work there and um and then mutual friends and stuff there um yeah it's amazing time so you know i'm reflecting on the year because you know i've come a long way you know in all those realms physically pushing myself so this is what i wanted to circle back to was that physical stuff you know the working out with alex and why it was a big deal I, i don't have the pictures here but uh in near the end of uh let's see that was end of november had a, a birthday party that we attended one of the coaches at our at the at the at the gym um was hosting a birthday party for her uh, before they set out on their on a trip to um anyway they were going to africa and um it was it, it was a jujitsu party <laughs> it was a jujitsu party because they're coaches right and so um, one of the things was to challenge us physically. Um, it was like push-up contest and uh, squat contest, and you know there was a rolling contest too, right? Where we had to be in somebody's guard, we had to get out of it, um, and then you had to be in that person's, and, and then you had to be um, in their guard or whatever, and you had to get out. They take your back, and you had to get out. So the physical side was the push-ups. And it was a push-up contest. And me and Alex were taking part. Alex went first, and he repped out like 94, 94 84 push-ups or something like that. And um, like proper push-ups. We're not talking like, you know, half push-ups where you go down halfway. Like full-on push-ups. We're talking like all the way down. And, and, and you know, I was still recovering because I, I think I had my, I'd hurt my arm in an arm bar in a session uh, a few weeks back. And, um, but you know, I was healing and I was okay to do pushups, um, went down and I did 80, no, 79 pushups. That 80th pushup was like, I couldn't pull it out. I couldn't push it up. I mean, they would have given it to me, but like, I was like, oh, like everybody was cheering me on and, um, trying to get it up and I couldn't get it up. But, um, 79 was a huge win for me, uh, in one go and also proper pushups, um, to, to give you context, whenever I first started doing the workouts with Alex, I would I, I had a re, I had a resolution in there to do ten pull ups and ten push ups easily. So to now be able to do seventy nine in one go is amazing. Like that's a huge and that's a huge improvement for me and one that I continue to celebrate. Um like ridiculous that just even just sitting right now i get i'm getting a little emotional thinking about that like i've come a long way in that like how much like if we were consistent in all the areas physically i just told you about my push-ups example um and to be able to push myself now and bjj to breathe through such in like sessions and to um you know not give up 
to breathe and to frame and to make sure that I defend well and not get myself into sticky situations and just survive. So we roll for five minutes typically. And, you know, I find myself, the white belt is just really the survival belt. It's just, you're trying to survive to breathe and to make sure you frame and defend well, because you're not going to have much of an offense at the beginning. Um, and so physically come a long way, like immensely. And so, and, and the thing about the physical is that, you know, you can't do it without encompassing the mental and the emotional is that if your mind is not bent to that will, you're not going to be able to fulfill what you want to fulfill physically. If you tell yourself that you can't pull out another pull up, you are not going to be able to pull out that you're not going to be able to do the pull up. It's just the same with the push up. You tell yourself that you can't do it. You're not going to be able to do it. Now, obviously physical has its limitations, right? Like in pushing out the 80th push up, I, I can't believe you can do it. You can do it. Do it. You know, like, even if you're pushing your muscles are at failure, it's not going to be able to do it. But the thing about that is that you need to have an out. You need to have motivating thoughts. You need to have self, um, self, self appreciating thoughts. You know, you need to have your your mind in in alignment with what you're doing. If it's going sideways and you're trying to move forward, well, it's just going to throw you out of balance and out of whack. Um, so you know, emotionally and mentally has been a big leap for me this year um you know getting over imposter syndrome releasing the noble father group like that was a huge thing this year too that i didn't mention in the reflections was that got out the noble father book the the the, the book in the beginning of the year and then starting the meetups i can't believe i didn't mention that starting the meetups and nine people the first meetup and haven't stopped meeting since then every single week we've been consistent um and and then to formulate the community right to growing the podcast to sharing my voice here now um consistently haven't stopped that either and then to now have the patreon where i am providing additional content to people if you're interested in that definitely do check that out to to, to do all that in the span of a year um is incredible we got great things in store for the noble father community we're talking about doing the retreats now um which me and dan are actually going to be talking about in a little bit just how do we finalize some of those things we're, we're going to orlando together as a family like as 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 a community and we're going to be meeting face to face spending a few days together you know and what does that look like um so this year has been this culmination of consistency of showing up of doing the work even when it's hard and even when it's difficult and made the sacrifices made the decision to commit and just showed up to do it and so this podcast is really more just about the reflection of my year and how showing up can produce amazing and profound results some of the relationships that i've had with the community members in the noble father group are incredible um and i want to celebrate that i want to celebrate that the fact that i put that into existence and created that and now some of the fathers have met other fathers and they've developed friendships within one another with with one another and and these are relationships that 
are closer than I can be with them because they have mutual touch points. Um, for example, Jose and Dan both live in Orlando. They live near, they live in Florida and they got to meet one another. Had it not been for the group, they would not have been able to meet one another. Um, you know, we have a few guys in the group that are also part of recovery, you know, of Alcoholics Anonymous and, you know, Narcotics Anonymous, whatever. They are together. They are able to form a community within themselves. This wouldn't have happened if not for the community. And so, you know, when I look back on my year, um, you, you often wonder, am I supposed to be here? Was this where you wanted me to be, God? And it's amazing that some of those things are just like, oh, no wonder I had to do that. No wonder I had to get COVID because you wanted me to write a book. You wanted to show me that I can really put this, I can do this, that I can put this out there and that I can, you know, fa face and stare down resistance and create it and to launch it. Um, and that contributed to the meetup, the community, the podcast, everything coming out. Um, and then when you look back beyond that, beyond this year and the years prior, like six years even, um, I've been looking back and just seeing how, oh, it's no wonder I had to do that there. It's no wonder I'm here in this tiny city that I'm in and not in Vancouver and no longer in China. It's no wonder I had to meet this person. This person was helping. No wonder I had to meet Alex to help me grow as a person, help me grow as a, an entrepreneur, as a father, as a man. Um, no wonder he had to invite me out to Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. And it's no wonder that now he comes to church with me. Like, there's all these things that you're like, wow, I can't believe that actually contributed to the story. And I want you to think about that for your own life. Is this year coming up, we have an amazing opportunity to start all over again. Yeah, you know, it's, it's wrong to say start all over again. We're still on that journey. But consider it as a fresh start. What would it take for you to make a commitment to becoming somebody? What is it that you want to create? A lot of my listeners now and a lot of the members in the community, the fathers, they want to create something for themselves. What do you want to create? You were created to create something. You were given talents from God to fully utilize. What are you not utilizing? And I want you to think about that for the year coming up. Now, the interesting thing is that next week is going to be Boxing Day. Monday is going to be Boxing Day. And I mean, I might record this beforehand, but I want to look at the year to come. And what is the community going to look like? Talk about some resolutions that I'm going to have for the year. And hopefully that will spur something in you is to really take this week to audit your life and how your year went. What were some of the things that you want to change? Are you looking to improve physically? Are you looking to improve mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and socially? Do you need to get yourself out more? Is the environment that you're in not congruent with who you want to become? Are you? Is the work that you're doing not vocational in the sense that it's not fulfilling. It's not helping other people. It's not actualizing my maximum potential. It's not whatever it is, whatever resolutions you have for all seven of those domains. I want you to start to think about that. Maybe what you should do is get onto your Facebook or onto your photos, wherever you find your photos and just audit yourself on all seven of those domains, physical, mental, 
emotional, social, spiritual, environmental, and vocational. Just think about those seven domains. How did you do throughout the year in those domains? Would you rate it out of, I mean, you rate it out of five, you can rate it out of 10, 10 being really good, being perfect, that you, man, push yourself physically as best as you can, that you did the best that you could in all of those domains and see what you come up with because that should guide your process for how you think about next year. Can you set resolutions for all seven of those domains? I'm pretty sure you can. And if we're able to do that together on on this journey, that would be absolutely incredible because let me tell you, it's going to be a transformational journey. You're going to learn and you're going to grow and you're going to deepen so much of your understanding of this life that you get to have. Just think about the results of what that means for your children, not just for yourself, but what that means for your children. They're going to get to see firsthand dad growing in all seven of those domains. And I want this podcast to be one where I talk about all seven of those domains at the same time, if I'm able to. And the noble father really is going to be this culmination of that. I'm trying to encompass all of those things and provide value to grow all seven of those things for all my, all the members of my community. Physically, we've challenged people with physical challenges, right? And that includes the mental and emotional, like I've said before, the social aspect of it, we are doing that with the meetups, right? We get to do that. The, the meetups encompasses the mental, the emotional, the spiritual even, right? We're talking about things that are beyond us. We are, we are, we are spiritual beings living a physical life, right? I always say this. We are spiritual beings living a physical life, not physical beings living a spiritual life. Environmental. Well, we're surrounding ourselves with like-minded fathers that are wanting to grow, that want to improve themselves. And vocationally, vocationally is... There's starting to be more of that. In the Patreon, I have tiers that are meant to help fathers create something for themselves, and they get one-on-one time for me to support, from me to support them on growing that. So whatever it is you're looking to, su- to grow and to vocationally serve, to actualize yourself and the maximum potential that you have from the talents that God has given you, that is my calling. Um, and so I literally just listed out everything that we're doing. It encompasses all seven domains. Now just think about it for yourself is that what are things that you can do to compound those growth areas? What are things that you need to drop? Maybe there are things that aren't fulfilling those requirements. Maybe there's one thing that's just purely physical and it doesn't encompass anything else and you need to drop it. Or maybe it's not a, it's not a, 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 a high performance habit. It's not a high performance activity that doesn't compound, um, anything for you it's it's not serving you anymore it's not serving your family it's not serving your relationships and you just need to prune it you need to get rid of it um these are different things to consider i want you to figure that out go and look at your schedule look at your your day look at your month look at your year and and think about it from those seven perspectives from those seven domains and and audit yourself um, this is going to guide us into the next conversation, which next week I'm going to be talking about the resolutions that we have for the year and looking at how do we go, where do we go from here? Now that I can do 79 pushups, well, what, what does it look like now? What does it look like next? What is the next iteration? Um, there's plenty of things you can think about. Um, so just get really present with that. I know that you're going to, um, for those that are listening, if you are into that is to, that you're going to do that, um, get a piece of paper and just write it out physical. How do I want to improve physically this year? What are the things I want to look forward to? Audit what it is that you did last year and what are the things that you can improve on? Um, and so 
I want to keep it at that. Hour 15 is the longest I've ever gone um, to be able to talk at length without much of a script. Actually, I don't have a script. I'm just flowing with it, right? Going through the photos and just thinking about my, my year. Obviously, it's not all of my year. There's going to be a lot of more things in there that, you know, I couldn't fit into the episode. And to crunch it all into an hour is actually, you know, masterful work. Like, I'm, you know, I'm just really free-flowing with it. Um, and so I want to wish you all a Merry Christmas. Um, and just to remember that the season is not about gifts. It's about receiving the greatest gift of all time. Um, and that was in Jesus. And, you know, he came to make a way for us to have a relationship with God after we've broken it with sin. Um, he is the bridge. That is a basic understanding of the gospels and why Jesus had to come into this planet. Um, for our sins, um, to restore a relationship with God. And so um, I know you might not believe that, uh, but anyways, this is to help you understand what this holiday is about. Um, and I hope this finds you well, that you enjoy this time with your family, to remember that the temporal things that we yearn and seek after are, are, are temporary. And who we really should spend time with um, are those that are around us that we love and we cherish and that memories hinge on us being present and so be as present as you can show up for real and um i look forward to seeing you again next week all right thank you for this time um and also if you're available on thursday don't forget about the meetup right we meet at 4 p.m pacific time 7 p.m eastern um also check out the patreon i've spent a lot of time into putting that out and there's a lot of value and a lot of content that i'm looking to provide additionally on that platform that i won't be doing here um uh, and you know i need support to grow this and i need to um provide for my family as well and this is the work that I'm doing. And so, you know, if you feel it in your heart, um, to support this work, please give and, um, you know, support this work. Um, and you're not only giving just for the sake of giving, I'm also providing value back. And so there's that. Um, and so without further ado, thank you for joining me and thank you for this being a part of this journey and, and being, being with me all this time. Um, greatly, thankful for you. And so thank you and bye for now. Please show your support for the Noble Father podcast by recommending the podcast to your family and friends. You can also subscribe to the podcast and leave a rating and a review. And also, if you know a father who is interested in a regular meetup every week where they can show up authentically and share the best parts of themselves, some of the struggles they're going through, some of the wins that they have, and even some lessons to bless other fathers with, and um, also have them in our Facebook community, um, just a bunch of men who genuinely care about one another and just share space and hold it for one another. Thank you very much for listening to the Noble Father Podcast. Until next time, bye for now.